Hi, and welcome to Radio Duende. My name is Kian Eggett, and this is the first ever episode of this podcast. Uh, I'm hoping, with these recordings that you'll be listening to, to document the process that my wife Camille and I are going through as we uproot our lives here in California in the United States and move down to the beautiful country of Belize. Uh, my goal in making this podcast is to talk to Belizeans and interview them about their lives, uh, about their opinions on local politics, uh, about their taste in music and art. Uh, I'm hoping to get advice on homesteading uh, and also starting a new business from scratch. Um, I'm also hoping to gather personal stories about the folklore and individual beliefs that people have, uh, from cultural traditions to spiritual practices to unexplained events and even brushes with the supernatural. So uh, this podcast is going to be sort of a mishmash of a lot of different topics, but the main theme is life in Belize. And as an outsider wanting to fit in, uh, I'll be doing my best to learn as much as I can about what it means to be uh, Belizean. I want to make this podcast for my friends and family to be able to listen to and join us on the journey that we're taking, as well as a sort of journal for myself that I can check back on as time passes and, and be reminded of where we started so that we can see how far we've gone. This podcast is also for anyone interested in doing something similar to what Camille and I are doing which is uh, moving to a new country uh, and changing your own trajectory in life uh, to starting from scratch in a foreign place and trying to figure yourself out and find your place uh, in a community that you may have to make for yourself uh, or hopefully be able to join and become a real member of. Uh, this is first and foremost though, a podcast for people who are interested in Belize. My goal here is to further my understanding of that country. I should talk a little bit about my wife and myself to give you guys some background and catch you up to speed. Uh, we are both California natives. We were born in Los Angeles, but we met each other in San Francisco over 10 years ago. Uh, about six years ago, we sat down together and made plans to start the next stage of our lives. We wanted to start a business and lay down some roots, which we just weren't really able to afford to do in San Francisco. Uh, so we started saving money and working our butts off and we started learning about real estate and we had the loose goal of opening a resort or some sort of bed and breakfast and hopefully buying a good chunk of land somewhere beautiful uh, that we could uh, invite friends and family to join us on and start our own sort of community there. Uh, Camille would take hotel management courses on top of working her crazy hours as a hairstylist and I made it a point to get work uh, doing jobs that will teach me skills that I'll be able to use in helping create this dream of ours such as uh, woodworking, uh, welding, uh, construction and, and the likes. Uh, we traveled around the West Coast, uh, hoping to find somewhere in California or Oregon or Washington, but nothing ever seemed to be the right fit. 
Uh, Camille's mom was born in Belize and her whole side of the family, aside from a few cousins and uncles and aunts, still live down there. And it's always been sort of like a, like a backup plan to look into maybe starting a new life down there. So this last February, Camille and I and her mother, Nanette, traveled down there together and spent two months basically scouring the whole country for places that we found could be maybe the start of our new lives. And I'll, I'll talk more about that in a future episode because there's some really great stories from our travels down there. But we found that being uh, closer to Camille's grandma, who, who lives in Corozal, up in the north, um, was a high priority for us. As well as finding some beautiful stretch of beach was a high priority for, for Camille and Annette. And I really wanted to just be near some raw, rugged jungle. Um, we were lucky enough to find a place that matched all three of these in an area called Waribite on the northern coast of Belize. Uh, it is beautiful. It is clear, like turquoise water on white, soft sand, uh, and then just a wall of dense green, old growth forest. It's magical and amazing. It's full of creatures and life and and adventure and mystery and I can't I wish I was down there right now <laughs> uh, but we're uh, living in Los Angeles now we uh, spent two months down there which it was hard to leave you know I found I'd fallen in love with the country and coming back to LA was this sort of uh, like reality check and a reminder as to why we wanted to leave here to begin with um, but we're living in LA again we're working our butts off again in order to save enough money to actually move there full-time and start developing the land there and creating new business opportunities for ourselves. Uh, we're starting from scratch. Neither of us really know how to do that. Uh, Nanette has a lot of experience in this, is that in that she, um, over 10 years ago, had moved, uh, had bought land out in the middle of the Chiquibul Forest, which is like southern central Belize, and uh, started a resort down there called Mamanuts Bakabush uh, from scratch. Uh, she's recently sold that and with that money wants to start again, wants to do a whole new project and wants to help uh, her daughters out and myself out and so we are, um, you know, we're going into business together and trying to <laughs> make that a reality. Uh, I can't remember exactly what I expected before I went to Belize, but I definitely had all of my expectations blown out of the water when I got there. I've never been anywhere like it. People are so friendly and inviting. The country's so lush and beautiful. But I think what I was most surprised by was everybody's spirituality and how close it felt like you could get to different sort of world down there, sort of a closer look at the mystery and deeper meanings of life. Uh, everyone has a story, from the guy working at the car wash to like the kids who take you down to the river to show you where the crocodiles hunt, to the ladies weaving baskets on the side of the road to Belize City. Everyone has their experience and their opinions on magic and life and there's all sorts of rules that you learn to follow while you're there like don't cut bush after dark or uh, if you were going to harvest lumber for like building a house or a fence you want to do it 
three days before or after the full moon where all of the energy from the plants is as high up in the in their leaves as they can as it can be so that way that wood will last you like a lifetime as opposed to something that's gonna rot and fall away um, all sorts of things like that all sorts of things that are you know tricks of the trade in a country where you are a part of nature you're more a part of nature there than you are here you stand still in Belize long enough and you'll become part of the jungle things just start growing on you and uh, you know, it's those, those stories, those beliefs that I want to hear and collect and share with my friends and family and, you know, future friends and, and listeners in order to paint a better picture of a country that is so different than the one I come from, but hopefully a country that I can grow to understand and love even more than I already do. So I'm going to insert a segment um, after this that is a couple brief stories from Camille's Uncle Lindy, who also lives up here in Los Angeles. Um, we recently had sort of a family gathering uh, with Camille's mom and aunt, Nanette and Tay. Uh, Grandma was up from Belize getting her COVID vaccines. Uh, and so uh, Lindy and uh, his wife and their son came to visit as well. And uh, as conversations just tend to naturally do, uh, we started talking about like weird things that people had seen. And I recorded a few hours worth of conversation, but for the sake of, you know, this being the first episode and I just want to have something fun at the end of it. Uh, I just put in a couple minutes of Lindy um, telling a quick uh, couple recollections that he had. And, uh, and uh, well, here we go. So guys, this is like 1991 or so. Uh, we were on our way to Belize City and between Orange Walk and and I think um, Sand Hill is a long stretch of road and I was driving with the whole family and this lady crossed in front of my path but I was going 80 miles an hour okay. on this stretch and I could see her for like maybe a mile and a half in front of me uh-huh. and she just walked across the street and she was like a six footer, oh. 200 and some odd pounds, black lady, naked. Okay. And I was the only one that saw her because she, she couldn't. She said she didn't see. You were in the car with her. She was in the car with me. Yeah. But what happened when when you got close? Was she? Well, she was already across the street and into the bushes already. Okay. Okay. Strange. So that was a strange thing that happened to me, and I was also um, maybe about 13, 14 years old in Corozal town, and I was walking the streets at night by myself. And it was this big shadow of like a huge giraffe that crossed in front of me too. Yeah. Uh, we were walking by the uh, park, you know where the park is? In the center of town? In Corozal, there's a, there's yeah, a yeah. center of park. Yeah. And so we, by the market. So you were heading towards the market that we Yeah, I was heading towards the market, the new market, but the market wasn't there at that time. It was uh, 
Public works. Yeah, so this big animal cross in front of me. And so I am not the only one that's seen that. Huh. There's other people that's seen it too. So it was, you saw the silhouette of it or you the saw silhouette. And it was a large like giraffe like, like giraffe like figure, but they don't have giraffes tall, in Belize. No. Or in South was, America or Central yeah, America. They don't. And it was as tall as as tall as the lamppost. Wow. That wow. was the silhouette. And other people saw this. Yeah, other people seen it too. I only know of one other person that's that claimed that they know somebody else that's seen it. Was it just that one time, or was what has is that a thing that's been seen? Well, like I don't know because I, only too. one other individual told me that they've known people to see it. Okay. So I can't say for sure that you know it's always an occurrence. Sure. Or if it was just a one-off and everybody happened to see this thing. Well, the individual owned the gas station. By where you saw it. By where I saw so it. I yeah. think it's in that area. But that's not far from your house, Grandma. Right? Yeah. I mean, the town is small. Yeah, the town is small. <laughs> you got some weird neighbors, Grandma. Oh, some, some weird stuff going on out there, huh? Well, I am gonna wrap it up for this episode, the very first one. It's been a really exciting thing to make and uh you know it's rough obviously hopefully as i continue doing this it'll get better and hopefully i've given you enough to uh keep you coming back for more so anyway that's uh i'm kian eggett and this was radio duende and i'll hear from you soon i'll have a cool catchphrase eventually that's something like uh it's spooktacular or you know you can do it or Maybe some combination like you can boo it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, work I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Such is life. All right.